Welcome to episode 22 of the High School Huddle podcast presented by the Fort Worth Star-Telegram. My name is William Wilkerson. You can find me on Twitter at Wilkerson underscore FWST. And I'm Brian Gossett, high school sports reporter uh, at Gossett 41. Going to be another exciting episode here. Thanks for joining us. We're going to kind of recap basketball. Uh, The girls' teams are headed to state in San Antonio while the boys just finished the regional quarterfinals on uh, Monday and Tuesday night, and uh, we'll try and highlight some top performers in uh, some area sports, which include uh, softball, baseball, soccer, and wrestling. Brian, before we get the show started off, I'd like to give a a couple of shout-outs to a couple of the girls' basketball teams from around our area in Richland and Mansfield Timberview. They both reached the regional tournament this uh, this past week, but their seasons came to an end just before the trip down uh, south. Richland lost to number three DeSoto, but it was the Rebels' first trip to the reg- uh, two regionals since 1988. Um, and as for Timberview, um, if you've listened to this podcast before, you've probably heard us mention uh, the Wolves. They are ranked number one in the in, in the state for the entire season, but lost to defending 5A state champ Amarillo 47 to 45 in Snyder. Uh, that was one heck of a game. They ended the season at 38 and two, but their senior class, which is just remarkable, uh, they went 56 and 0 in district play. Um, and Timberview reached the regional uh, round for the fourth straight year, which is pretty remarkable. Yeah, it is, and uh, congratulations to Coach uh, Kip Martin there. And you, know, you talked about Richland. I went to that game on uh, Friday at Wilkerson Grinds. Uh, just kind of a tough task with that number three DeSoto Eagles. Uh, it just got kind of ugly real quick, and uh, Richland couldn't recover. But nonetheless, a great season for them when a lot probably didn't think they were going to uh, make it that far. And uh, just kind of talk to Coach Shelly Davis after the game and get her thoughts about uh, just the season. The biggest thing is, is I want them to people to understand that this group, they came in to do something special. And for them to overcome that, they had to sacrifice some things. They had to commit to different things. And then they just played their hearts out. And to get as far as we did, I don't think people really ever gave us the respect of how good this team really was to get this far. Okay, Brian, but... There were a couple of teams from the area that made it to state in both UIL and TAPS. Which, what can you tell us about those uh, those teams? Yeah, along with DeSoto and uh, 6A, uh, Region 2 champion Allen uh, knocked off their uh, district opponent in Prosper. And it's Allen's first trip to uh, the state tournament. DeSoto, first time since 2008. Uh, they beat South Grand Prairie in the, the Region 1 final. And then uh, you got Frisco Liberty. And also Dallas Lincoln in uh, 4A. They will play Argyle. Uh, Coach Chance Westmoreland's doing a great job. Obviously, uh, Argyle with their just rich tradition in girls basketball. It's their uh, sixth straight appearance, looking for their fifth straight title. I know uh, our colleague, uh, Mac Engel, did a story on Argyle. Uh, Riley McKinney, uh, go check it out. And uh, so that game, Lincoln versus Argyle, uh, that's actually a semifinal Friday, 3 p.m., um, Lincoln's first trip since 2013, and, and like I mentioned, Argyle trying for their fifth uh, in a row. And then just kind of out of area, just wanted to mention uh, Nazareth, uh, also their sixth in a row going to San Antonio. But they are looking for their 23rd state title in girls basketball, and they, they will start Monday, uh, excuse me, Thursday morning against Hermley. I can't even count to 23, so uh, that's that's a pretty uh, that's a pretty remarkable feat. Um, and what about Taps, Brian? We can't forget about those schools. Um, 
going on to uh, the Waco area and, and uh, six DFW teams are going to, to the state championships. Yeah, uh, in 6A you have uh, Plano Prestonwood, their seventh straight season going to state and uh, good friends with their coach uh, Holly there and uh, so congrats to them and they're going to take on Bishop Lynch, another sort of uh, power. Um, they have 20 state titles and if you know Bishop Lynch, uh, Andy Zillman's their coach. I know this season he surpassed 1,000 career wins. Uh, they're, they're district team, so they split the series. And uh, there will be the rubber match there in the, the uh, TAPS 6A state semifinal. Also in 5A, you got uh, Trinity Christian Cedar Hill taking on Dallas Christian. And then a, another matchup of district opponents, uh, Lake Country versus Midland Classical. Uh, Lake Country was the 4A state champ. They, they got moved down in uh, realignment. And Midland Classical was the 3A state champ. Um, and Midland swept the season series against Lake Country, and, and we'll see um, if the Eagles can, can, can get a win in the semifinals there. That's uh, Friday, 9 a.m. over at Robertson High School. And then finally, Plano Cordillo, who some might, may not know, uh, they're in 2A. Uh, pretty neat story on them because they sound like last year they couldn't even field a, a team, so they didn't play basketball last year. And now here they are, their first trip to the state semifinals their uh ashley fox is their uh top player there top 2020 and uh according to uh some of their coaches the highest scoring uh two-way team in the state so tall tall task for them they're taking on the defending uh state champs lubbock uh, south crest but uh, you can check all their schedules out on dfwvarsity.com and moving on to the boys with the regional quarterfinal action monday and tuesday night um the two of us actually made it to Coppell High School um, on Tuesday uh, for the uh, really, really a great game between the Brewer Bears and Northwest Texans. Um, you know, what can you tell us about what you saw? Yeah, Brewer uh, came out on fire. You know, this is the first time in, uh, since 1990 that they were playing in a regional quarterfinal game. Got on fire, hit a couple of threes. Uh, Alan Lilek, uh, who actually leads the Dallas-Fort Worth area and three-pointers made this season. Cortland Blake, their big uh, 6'6 guy, senior, uh, he could shoot the three, and he made two or three on the night. You know, they led by seven at halftime. You know, Northwest kind of um, – they were really gelling this season and, and kind of playing great at the right moment. And uh, it's been a long time since someone, you know, kind of did that to them in the first half. And Brewer got out to a 10-point lead, and it was, it was like a five-point lead with – six minutes left but Northwest kept chipping away and got a big steal from uh, junior Jay Rankin and, and he finished it off uh, for the lead and ultimately uh, Northwest got the four-point win and um, talked to, to Rankin after just you know his thoughts about that play because it was a trap play double team along with uh, Avery Anderson who uh, later dished it for the uh, game-winning um, layup whole time they was kind of turning their backs on the trap so I figured like if I can get him to turn his back I can get the steal get it to my guard and we go from there I mean the shot coming off I didn't expect to shoot it but I was like it's a big time moment I had trust in myself and I shot the shot and I made it yeah big time moment there and uh, played some key minutes on the defensive side talking about Avery Anderson the uh, senior he's, he's been on varsity all four years uh, signed to Oklahoma State. He finished with the game high 22 points, and I uh, got to talk to him. Just you know what what it meant to chip away and and from that 
deficit and to continue his season, to continue his career? They came out with uh, in the first half with fire. They just played together as a team, and we, we as a team, we wasn't playing together like we should play. But coach just told us we got to dig deep if we're going to win. And we came out of halftime playing that team like we usually do. And that's when it just caught on fire. It's a spark. And uh, finally, just want to give a shout out to the Brewer Bears again, 29-5 uh, and five on the year. 29 is a uh, program record uh, for wins in a single season. Last year, they, they tied it with 27. Uh, district, district champs uh, for the first time in about 40 years. So congratulations to them. And just want to get uh, their coach's thoughts, Jason uh, Przostowski, uh, you know, what it meant for his kids to have this sort of historic season. The boys have played uh, hard all year long, and I just feel really uh, disappointed for them and uh, just wish I could have done more to get us over the hump. I thought we had a great game plan. I thought they followed it. Northwest is just a fantastic team. I think it's easy to see, Brian, if you watch that game, why Brewer got to that point in one district for the first time in 40 years. Uh, their ball movement was exceptional. Um, it was as good a ball movement as I've seen um, all season long, in fact, and I heard some whispers uh of that in the crowd as well. So, um, you know, tip of the cap to, to Brewer, even though I know the outcome of the game wasn't exactly what they wanted. But um, you really have to give it to, to Avery Anderson and, uh, you know, and Ja Rakin and, and what those guys at Northwest were able to do, uh, especially at the end of the game. Brian, I think you probably attested this. You really saw Avery Anderson just turn it up, turn it on defensively. It was almost like the ball was his at certain points and he was just able to I don't know how many steals he had in the fourth quarter I would imagine he had at least three to four uh, and was able to turn those into transition buckets um, for uh, for the Texans but uh, it's very easy to see why uh, that guy is going to be playing in the Big 12 for the next three to four years um, you know TCU fans will uh, get their fair share of Avery Anderson uh, over that time period but um, he, he's one heck of a player um, he can do it all he gets to the paint with ease. Um, as I mentioned, his defense, uh, at least last night, was uh, was top notch, and is one of the main reasons why uh, the Texans are continuing their season. So, um, you know, I'm very much looking forward to seeing what they can do the rest of the way. Um, you know, North Northwest, excuse me, uh, heads to Snyder for the 5A Region One tournament. Um, joining them is another local power, uh, the Timberview Wolves, after they beat the Colony over in Irving 52-35. to um, They are looking like an unstoppable force at this moment. Uh, the Wolves head to the tourney for the second time in three years. Yeah, and I uh, just want to kind of point out about Northwest. You know, they're, they're looking for third straight year going to state tournament. Uh, you know, when Anderson was a sophomore, they, they finished in the state semis. Last year they, they kind of had it, but it slipped away and they finished runner-up. So hopefully they can uh, go out you know with a bang senior year and, and be state champs. But yeah, Timberview, second time in three years going to a regional tournament. Um, you know they were 5A state champs in 2017, and yeah they they just they're they kind of like the complete package. Trezan uh, White, you know the Air Force signee, he had a big game, uh, 13 of his game high, 21 points. Came in the first half, and they're kind of like the girls' team. You know, uh, multiple people can lead and score in any any given night. You know, C.J. Smith's a heck of a player, quick, uh, crafty point guard, a uh, good three-point shooter, and then they got two really good contributors in Tristan Starks and Marquise Child. So they're uh, headed to Snyder as well, and you know, both Northwest and Timberview are playing uh, West Texas teams and see. 
if they can win and set up a uh, a colossal Region One final there at Western uh, Texas College. So uh, we'll be excited to see if if that does indeed happen. Our colleague Darren Lauber went out to the uh, best named gym in all of the land in Wilkerson Grinds on Tuesday for uh, two terrific finishes. First, it was number one, Duncanville, and uh, number 12, DeSoto. The Eagles crawled back to force overtime, but the Panthers uh, made a free throw with 1.6 seconds left to win 61-60 and then headed back to the Wilk on Friday. or They are headed back to the Wilk on Friday for a 6A Region 1 tournament uh, game, uh, which is their first one at that level since 2009. Yeah, and uh, their top top guy, Jameis Ramsey, the Texas Tech signee, went off for 29 points. Uh, I mean, they're not number one in the state, but they've the last two of uh, three playoff games, they've kind of had a challenge, almost losing the first round, Waxahachie, and then they blew out uh, Hebron and now DeSoto, uh, but for you know good reason, they're they're twelfth in the state as well. So um, <clears throat> the Panthers moving on. You know, Ramsey's just a tough person to guard. You know, he's a highlight reel at any given night. You know, he dunks uh, with ease. Uh, most of his dunks seem like they could be on uh, SportsCenter Top Definitely. 10. Um, but uh, they will face, you know, kind of a Cinderella, I guess. Uh, they were a good uh, – a few years ago, you know, with Miles Turner, who's now with the Pacers, played for Texas. He was actually at, in the crowd last night over at Wilkerson Grinds. Uh, Ulysses Trinity upset North Crowley, number three in the state, uh, 58-55. Yeah, and uh, we see here our producer Steve, Steve, uh, the uh, great Trinity alum. So he's he's excited that his Trojans are uh, keep going here, and this is their first time going to region tournament since 1996. Uh, that year they actually made it to the state tournament. So we'll see if they can uh, continue this this journey uh, 23 years later. But uh, Andre Nolly had the big game, 24 points. Uh, I think he scored 13 in the fourth quarter to to lead that comeback. You know, North Crowley's just been such another power in DFW. Uh, Isaiah White, Isaiah Crawford, Chris Jordan, you know, those guys are hard to defend. But uh, Trini found a way, and, um, yeah, they, they're continuing. they got another one, number one, Duncanville. So I'm excited to go out uh, Friday there, Friday night, over at Wilkerson Grinds to see if they can – you know, get a little more magic and uh, head to Saturday's final. A few other DFW teams advancing include Rockwall and South Garland, a state team last season in 6A Region 2. Uh, then you have Highland Park, Lone Star, and 5A number 1 Lancaster in 5A Region 2. Um, they will. Uh, that's for the Region 2 tournament, which will take place at the Colwell Center. Uh, you also have Decatur, Wilmer Hutchins, Oak Cliff Faith, Waxahachie Life, Brock, and Dallas Madison all advancing. So congratulations to them. Yeah, and always every year, as long as I've been here, uh, at least for boys basketball, uh, DFW is just well represented. And, and that 5A tournament could be, uh, you know, real interesting with, you know, if Lancaster can make it and Northwest or Timberview going, that'd be some good games there. Uh, congrats to Lone Star. Uh, boys joining the girls team uh, for regional tournament action in Highland Park, you know, see if they can do what the uh, football team did and, and win state. So it's uh, it's great. So, uh, you mentioned South Garland with Tyrese Maxey, the number one player in the, the country, I believe. Yeah, one, the number one player in the state for sure headed to uh, Kentucky. Yeah, and see if they can go back. They, uh, they lost there in the state semis, but they're trying to – 
uh, get back to San Antonio. And then Rockwall has been uh, been a while since they've been to the regional tournament. So congratulations to all. And then Taps, you know, we don't want to leave out Taps. John Paul over in Plano is taking on Prestonwood in the 6A semis. Frisco Legacy Christian is in 5A action. Um, Dallas, Yavne, and Red Oak Olivia. Uh, Canterbury and Tyler Street also moving on. But I did go out Saturday night uh, over at Sam Houston High School in Arlington. Grace Prep taking on Colleyville Covenant in the 4A regional uh, final. And Grace Prep coming out victorious. Uh, Grace Prep actually went to the state title game last season, uh, lost to the Woodlands Christian Academy in double overtime, and actually beat Covenant in the semis, so kind of a rematch. Uh, but they, they got out to a fast start. Uh, Covenant kind of pushed it there in the third quarter, but uh, Grace Prep was too much with you know Brandon Lawrence. Evan McCarthy hit some big threes in the fourth quarter. Uh, so they're back to the state. The Lions are number one in the state in TAPS 4A and talked to their head coach, Richie Alfred, after uh, after the win. Honestly, I thought they played great. I thought Covenant played great. We've seen them a couple times this year, and they, they just they played really well. I think they probably played one of their better games tonight, and my hat's off to them. Um, and, and we just, you know, we made some mistakes, but we just kept battling. And we got in foul trouble, and we had guys come off the bench and make plays. Uh, and when we broke down defensively, uh, we seemed to score. It seemed like we just made a play every time, and uh, I, I don't know what to attribute it to other than a locker room full of really good kids that are good players, and they just stepped up when they needed to step up. Before we wrap up here, Brian, I'd like to congratulate or recognize some of the top performances this past week from around the area. Um, and I'll begin with the OIL Wrestling Tournament in Cyprus over the weekend. Uh, the Timber Creek girls, shout out to them. They won not only their first wrestling state title with only five wrestlers placing, but it was a first team state championship for the school. So congratulations to the Falcons. Um, and then obviously, surprise, surprise, um, Allen's boys program won their 10th straight state championship uh, with Arlington Martin once again uh, finishing second uh, for the third straight year. And some others in wrestling, uh, you mentioned Timber Creek. They got a state champ in Bianca Rosales. Uh, and then they also had a runner-up in Daya Powell and fourth-place finisher uh, Jude Miller. And then for Arlington boys, uh, you know, it's it's tough, tough thing to swallow coming up second again to Allen for the third straight season. But um, they got some top performances. Uh, got a state championship by three kids, uh, Donovan Witten, uh, Dominic Chavez and Samara Chavez, so congratulations to them. Arlington Bowie with Adam Kilgore winning state, and then Haltom uh, with Alaya Ray Stewart and then Azo's Jasmine Howards all winning gold medals. And then also winning gold medals, actually uh, their second straight state titles. We have uh, Northwest's Aiden Jean, uh, Byron Nelson's Lexi Basham, and Weatherford's Camille Foreigner all winning back-to-back uh, -back state titles there in Cyprus. So congratulations to uh, all the wrestlers who placed and won gold uh, this past weekend. It's pretty phenomenal. Um, a lot of uh, terrific wrestling talent uh, around the Metroplex, that's for sure. Um, just a quick note, if you would like to be included in our top performers segment, make sure to let Brian know on Twitter, or you can email him uh, nominations at bgossett at star-telegram.com. Uh, but who are a few others, Brian, that stood out to you? Yeah, and, uh, you know, softball, baseball season uh, getting underway. Soccer um, is pretty much in the second round of district, but uh, ran a poll here early in the week. Mansfield's Reagan uh, Hoko, who's UTA softball signee, ended up winning it. Uh, big, big performance in 
Round Rock with uh, four home runs, four doubles, nine RBIs, hit 11 of 15. And then uh, Granberry goalkeeper uh, Macy Bolawick, uh, she ended up winning the soccer poll. You don't see it often, but uh, goalies kicking it in PKs, that's what Granberry did uh, against uh, Burleson Centennial, picked up a big win in, in the shootout. But uh, Macy took the first goal and, and scored and then went on to record two of her ten saves in the shootout uh, to pick up that win. And then uh, just want to give a shout-out to the uh, runner-ups in our poll, you know, Taylor Tufts, uh, Oklahoma soccer signee over at Salt Lake Carroll. Um, you know, she joined a, a small group, a, a one-man uh, group over there in Carroll, 50 goals and 50 assists in a career. Only one other Lady Dragon uh, had, had done that, and that was the, the great Grace Corey. Um, and then Julie Kennedy came up uh, short there in the, the softball pole. She's at uh, Boswell. Five home runs on the, the weekend uh, tournament over in Dripping Springs. Some others, Cleveland soccer picked up a big win, 2-1 uh, to one against Joshua. And then the Cleveland softball girls uh, also picked up a big win. Uh, Bailey Ritchie with a grand slam. Uh, Kylie Rich from Burleson. Also with a home run as the Elks uh, started district with a big 7-0 victory against Legacy. A few other updates uh, on the boys' side include Arlington Boys' soccer uh, team beating Trimble Tech 2-1 on penalty kicks. Uh, Carlos Vega with two big saves in the shootout. In baseball, we had Benbrook beating South Hills 1-0. Devin Bennett uh, with six innings allowing uh, just one hit, and he struck out 10 batters. And then Legacy went 5-0 in the tournament. Um, Nate Rombach, who is a Texas Tech commit, had two home runs and 11 RBI, including a grand slam and five RBI on Saturday against Ennis. Uh, so it looks like the Red Raiders and their uh, their baseball program, which is on the rise, is getting one heck of a player, Nate. Yeah, and uh, TexasHighSchoolBaseball.com does a lot of the uh, coverage around the state. Uh, Bennett was the 4A uh, runner-up for Pitcher of the Week, and then Rombach was the 5A runner-up for Hitter of the Week. So um look out for them for big seasons uh benbrook and legacy as well uh legacy as you mentioned out to that uh hot start so we've got the girl state uh basketball uh tournament um happening this weekend we've got boys uh regional rounds happening we've got high school soccer um on both the boys and girls side and we have uh baseball and softball as well am i missing anything i you know track and field uh coming up here as well so uh there is a lot uh, to uh, pay attention to if you're a fan of high school sports. And uh, our man, uh, Brian Gossett, does as good a job as anybody in the state, if not the country, in, in covering that for us. So uh, be sure and check him out um, on dfwvarsity.com as well as our Facebook page and our Twitter uh, pages uh, you know, at Star Telegram and then and our DFW Varsity um, Twitter handle as well as Brian's personal uh, Twitter Twitter. Twitter handle as well. Uh, Try saying that three times fast. So uh, thank you for uh, listening once again and and hope to uh, have you back here this time next week.